Welcome to the party. Come to the table and have fun talking what it is to be a human animal. We focus first on physical health. Give yourself a strong foundation to better dig into the psychology and comedy of life. After we've tackled the vital parts of living, we can pursue other facets of a healthful life. Cultural reflections of our humanity like movies, television, and everything that speaks to maximizing the human experience. This is Better Health and World. I am Matt Crocomo Jr. at Matthew J. Better, a credentialed writer and certified personal trainer who spent years owning the easiest way to live right in spite of the many things in our way. The drive-thru, a logjam schedule, or the ultimate saboteur, the human brain. Gathered as usual by at least one of my fellow health enthusiasts, Joe Neubauer at Joe Knows MMA. How we living, everybody? And we probably won't see it tonight, but shout out to Gabrielle Tamboen at Gabby underscore T. You can hear her about two weeks ago. Hear them and me also on our sister production, Better Fight Cast, for your tightest coverage of UFC and all things mixed martial arts for rookie fans and you seasoned vets of the sport. Get that and this on iTunes or SoundCloud. Got a lot going on in a week of healthful, fun living. I have been killing it with the discipline on the health. I've been eating right. I haven't been eating unhealthy things. I haven't been eating late. I haven't been eating a lot of sugar. I've been getting sleep. I've been getting exercise. I've been getting stuff done. Like yesterday, I was possessed. And once again, I had one of those marathons where I knocked out every every single phone call and thing that I had to do and I've got I'm not naive enough the last time I did this some of these things got canceled and they made it back onto this list so I'm not naive enough to cross them off the list but there's little asterisks and things like a little s for a schedule like it's supposed supposed to happen in the next two weeks I'm trying to take care of everything because pretty soon my schedule is going to get nuts because I'm going to get trained you know by the professionals to be a trainer you know, I got I got my my credentials. Uh, in theory, I could go do it right now, but I'm gonna get that institutional training, and my schedule is gonna get nuts because I can't stop making the money I'm making now at the restaurant while I'm doing that. At least I can't make too much less. So I'm trying to I'm finally trying to take care of all this crap. You know, my life got turned upside down about five or six weeks ago, and I had mm-hmm. to move and all this and all these projects and endeavors and things got jacked and the whole operation got moved and everything's every you know everything's starting to settle now and i'm finally finally doing it i got two other podcasters that want me to be on their show i gotta look into them and figure that out and schedule it with them there's a lot going on but uh it's nice it's good i got the you know just we've talked about this before just you know, we got we got these things, and we put so much energy into thinking about doing them, and we just don't do them, and they end up taking over. They end mm-hmm. up being, literally, you know, clutter in our minds, just like the trash that piles up. You know, the not not the, not the trash necessarily, but the things that pile up around our houses in different corners and on different surfaces. You actually seem to be pretty good about that. You talking mm-hmm. about how you? Well, not yeah, I guess. Yet. Well, you got you got other bodies in I the mean, house. I actually, guess. Actually, I've done I've done better. It's not too much clutter in my house, especially with two kids, which is very tough. I'm not yeah. where I want to be yet. It's their job to come OCD. behind you and just rock the place like tornadoes. I mean, like, I have a good job. I Every spot in my house, though, that can have stuff hidden and put away, it's yeah, there. It's and I know it's and there. It's almost like I have, see, you know, like, 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 
vision to see through walls mm-hmm. like i can see through things it's like i feel it there and then my back room where you know of course where my tools are the air conditioning and furnaces and my washer and dryer that is packed to i wasn't talking about that room when i brought it up no <laughs> no but yeah there are the, the those things but i guess because you were talking about how you went through all the closets and everything mm-hmm. some time ago and you're diligent about just just slash and burn, slash right. and burn. Yeah. This is this closet of junk is like the Amazon, and I'm yeah. a real estate developer down here. Just whoosh. you gotta give yourself napalm the landscape, throw it out, donate it. If you really, time. really need it, keep it. Yeah, you were saying if you don't use something for a year, it's good because there. You know, it's it's a it's. I'm using it as a metaphor. You know, the 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 thoughts of the calls piling up in my brain, occupying my mental mm-hmm. energy on a current bait on a on a steady basis. We're so dumb. We're so mm-hmm. dumb. We should just take care of this stuff. Mm-hmm. Get knock that email out of the way if it needs to get done. It needs to get done. Like you know, spend like 11 minutes a day on emails or something. That's mm-hmm. what the entrepreneurs say. Don't answer them all day long because you'll get lost. You'll end up going on Facebook and Instagram. You do what you need to do. Put it away. You have a schedule. You have a list. I had a list. I knocked all that stuff out. I didn't know when I was gonna do it that I was gonna do it, but I had phone calls to make and I made the first one. And then I was like, and I, you know, I didn't have to leave to go pick up my son or anything that day. Oh no, I, I actually did end up picking him up later that day. Guys, my schedule is. You don't even know. I don't know how much I've really like. I, I, I managed to. We, I got so much going on, but I managed. You just got. You got to fit stuff into your schedule. Like you, you, you. This is something I heard. Uh, another, another thing that I learned from listening to Adam Carolla. He's he's so busy, but he just you know I just lob it into my schedule a month from now. And once that starts to approach, you just figure it out. You just do it. You manage. You manage to do it. There's never free time. There's never extra time. You're never gonna have extra time. There's always gonna be something. Something. Um, but you just get it done. And the, 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 the mental clutter reflects your physical clutter and the same, if a person has one, they're probably going to have the other. So that's why it's just organize it all. Don't let stuff pile up in your brain and your, in your place. It's I'm, I'm, I'm on the precipice. I've just moved and it's, you know, that place is still turned upside down. I got it in a good enough shape where I've got a workstation and I can live my life and it's not completely nuts but it could be a lot better and that's always the trick making you know mm-hmm. doing work after you're done doing the work you have to do and in my case it's another step beyond that doing the work you have to you, you don't have to do after you've done the work you don't have to do you don't have to, you know whatever mm-hmm. you know because this is stuff that I don't have to do mm-hmm. but then I have even more stuff I got to do after this but if you if you want it you got it you got to do it mm-hmm. and we are we we are so prone to just murdering time it's very possible. It's very possible. More people can do way more than they believe that they think they can, just because they're just patterns, behavior. You can't you can't break out of it. And uh, it feels really good and really empowering to have that stuff behind me and making the progress. And I'm going to be able to, you know, answer the questionnaire from the one podcaster. I'm going to be able to find my schedule, or you know, and schedule him plus the other guy. And uh, it's a very exciting time to be alive. But oh my god, I need a clone. <laughs> Or a woman. Well, I mean, they help. it could help, yeah. It just depends. depends. Yeah. Depends. If you have somebody you can work as a team with, it helps a lot. Yeah, if I can find a woman who wants to do all of the same things that I do and collaborate, uh, that'd be great. I, I could definitely see us end up hating each other, though. Like the like the, some well, pe- some personalities when they have similar similarities they rub against each other and two creative well at least enjoy the first couple of years kind of 
Now, I mean, really, that could be the ideal situation. Who knows? I'm trying not, I, I, you, when it comes to something like that, uh, I mean, it's more about chemistry, really. Just, you never know. You just mm-hmm. never know what kind of person it's going to be. And if you have too much of a preconceived <coughs> image of what you think it is that you're meant to be with, you can shoot yourself in the foot and close off something that could be even better nice surprise you know just you, you know people are so strange you just never know it's it's strange how you interact with different people it, it, you know chemistry who there's no it's, it's kind of an intangible the intangibles that makes a good quarterback quarterback you know you, you can't quite you know, put your finger on it mm-hmm. but you know the, the spark you got that spark that spark you know, if there's a sparky person who oh god that's not a sparky <laughs> Ugh, that sounds terrible anyway i'll just we'll uh you know some other other stuff that's going on, I had, you know, d- d- I, I said how I've been super healthy and everything, and I've been on it with little exception. I've been eating so good, I've still managed to keep losing weight, even though I did fold. And one of my one of my Achilles heels for good health is homemade chocolate chip cookies. Mm-hmm. And I've talked before about how I open the Pandora's box. You have one, and then it turns into seven. Yeah. Uh, and this time it was just two. I had two, and mm. I mean, I actually said I'm just gonna have one, and then I was like, mm, I want to have the experience of eating the chocolate chip cookies. I'm going to have one more, and that's it, because one just is not. If if I know, like, I haven't had any, I haven't, I hadn't had anything like that in like over a week, maybe two weeks. I don't even know. I've lost count of the days. Like, I don't know. I'm just used. I'm used to it now. It's mm-hmm. nice. It's very nice. Um. But I was like, no, like, I'm not going to have any more cookies again for a very, or for, you know, for some time. I don't want to say a very long time, but for the foreseeable future at least. And damn it, I went two. So I had two, <laughs> and I stopped it at two. And I didn't. At least you stopped it at two. Yep. Yep. Like I told you, mine's potato good. chips. Good. Well, one thing that I've thought, because, like, these things are immediate gratification. And how can you get immediate gratification out of delaying gratification? I wanna, mm-hmm. I want, I want that. And I weigh myself almost every day. As soon as I wake up, before I consume anything, I will weigh myself. I'm about to get my elliptical moved to my new residence. You too. know what? I'm very excited about that. I really think that's an idea I need is to actually. I've always been scared to get on the scale. If you can picture yourself getting on that scale the next day and it being the same or less. That is a good feeling, and that can be something. That's something that's helped me. Well, because it's results. Everybody's when you start getting results, you start getting addicted, addicted to results. Mm-hmm. And I've been in that boat before, where I had a scale, and it's almost the reason I haven't got one is because I get kind of obsessive with things. And my problem with the scale was I was getting too obsessed with it. Like if you, I, get I just do anything, it once a day. Do it once a day. I do it once a day as soon as you wake up, because you don't want to do it different times a day. Because if you forget when you did it the other day. You know, it might be like, oh my god, I gained two pounds. It's like, no, it's just like your evening weight after you've eaten all the food or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't do that. But as soon as you wake up before you consume anything, that's the that's the best way to do it. And that's been enough to keep me from being like, no, because I want. I, I and there's been some days where I've gone up a half pound, and I'm like, oh, son of a, what are you? How dare you? <laughs> how dare you? I'm gonna break the robot that's lying to me right now. Mm-hmm. Um. So that helps. That's good. That's a, that's one way to have. And I think I've talked about this a little bit before. But how do you, how do you, how do you fill that void of that immediate gratification you get from these things? This goes into the whole like no more pacifiers thing. These things, these cigarettes, this caffeine, even the toothpicks. Sometimes mm-hmm. the toothpicks I seem are a little too much. Like I've managed to stick with the toothpicks and not get sucked back into any nicotine or caffeine. Mm-hmm. I've indulged in I indulge in caffeine on a somewhat regular basis, but I don't need it every day. 
if I'm tired, and if I do have it, it's usually later in the day anyway. And if I want to get to sleep early, which usually, you know, relatively early for us vampires in the restaurant industry. Mm. Uh, you if know, I there could change plenty my of days habits. where I don't, oh. you can still get pretty good sleep. I've been getting good sleep. I'm getting good sleep. I mean, if you can, if you can get yourself to go to bed shortly after you get home, uh, well, see for me sleep. though, it's other than hard two days a week, when you get home, that's like your time without the little kids yeah. running around. I get two days a week so where I have a, to be yeah. up early. Today's one of them where I have to wake up at eight o'clock, and that's early to me. I know a lot of you people are probably cringing, like. What? Vampires, I get up at like 5, bro. but I usually get, get off around 11 o'clock or midnight, yeah. So I get that advantage. I do get to sleep in. I usually wake up around 10 o'clock. That's usually my normal time of waking up. And I'm going to let everybody in the not in the hospitality industry aware of the fact that that is very reasonable and respectful and professional for a server to get up at 10 a.m. Mm-hmm. I mean, and there's days us, I don't. A lot of us, and when I was younger, there are days where you get up, you you get out at midnight or one, you go conquer the night mm-hmm. in whatever way that you conquer it. And there are many, many, many different ways you can do that. Um, but uh, and then and then you end up, you know, you you can be up till five, you can be up till the sun, mm-hmm. and then. You get up just in time, even though you don't work till four. You're still getting up just in time. You don't even have time to shower. Mm-hmm. You're, you know, managing to find something that resembles food, sort of maybe whatever it might be. Some, you know, the the, the butt of some bread. Yeah, some coffee. Mm-hmm. You get some coffee somewhere in the restaurant, or you just if you really hate the coffee enough at the restaurant, you'll find some way to get it on the way. And a lot of people nope. end up being late. I if drink the restaurant coffee. coffee. You just drink the free if stuff, you, man. If you work in a restaurant and buy coffee every once in a while, I get you. But if you do it regularly, I just feel bad for you, I guess. I'm not going to judge because people's taste buds, I don't possess their taste buds. I don't know. Or you're just being too picky. Everything tastes good with heavy whipping cream. Yeah. I mean, I drink the coffee at the restaurant with just a little bit of half and half in it. And I don't even add sugar anymore when I'm at the restaurant. Yeah, it's good. See, when I'm at work, I do really good at eating well. That's the only time because I can force myself. I, I crumble a little bit. There's so much fried food, and I barely ever have it. I actually had a little bit of fried food tonight. I had a little bit. Of, I've been eating because I know I've been I've been on it, and I know I'll be able to handle it, and it like will barely affect me. I still kind of wish I. Yeah, but you don't need I to lose any weight. Kind of, I don't need to lose weight, but I want a flat stomach. Yeah, I, want, I get I need that. to look more like a person. You're trying to get trainer. more tone, but you don't need to lose I weight. I want to look more like a person. If you can see us in person, like I gut. actually need to lose there's a couple still pounds. The there's still the belly. Yeah. There's still the sugar belly. It's still there. Like uh, there's so much beer. Like it's been a while since I've had beer, but there's it still lingers in the sweets or whatever it is. Like mm-hmm. that's the, the potato chips are great, but I don't need them. You could ban them forever, and I wouldn't really care. Mm-hmm. But it's the sweets and the chocolate chip cookies mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. So I'm kind of—I used to be more of a Snickers kind of guy. I'm kind of over the candy bars. Some peanut butter Snickers are—that's mm, good. But I think I don't know what I don't think I'm going to bother. I think if I'm going to have sweets, it's gonna, I'm just—I'm going to be very slight. It's going to be chocolate chip cookies, maybe the occasional IPA. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe not even that. We'll see. Well, well the occasional—you know what I would do? I would definitely go with the occasional IPA for your psyche. Long days. You deserve it. Well. Alcohol is not off the books. Mm-hmm. If I, I'm trying to limit my sugar and you know be very careful about the carbs and the grains that I consume, mm-hmm. and beer is not good. No, not at all. You I know, agree with I, that. You know, if, I, if I'm trying to be as efficient as I want with alcohol, liquor is the way to go. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't really make much of a difference. I mean, there's a difference between liquor, between liquor and liqueur. Yeah. But liquor, 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 liquor. 
Let us let that one go. But one's the Gin, stuff that rum, alters your vodka. That stuff is going to be the least amount of sugar. It's all alcohol. It'll all uh-huh. get you drunk, or it'll all get you intoxicated, it'll all get you buzzed, whatever. It'll all make you enable to drive if you're responsible. Yeah. And when you drink liquor, but, you're but, just talking about taking the edge off, too, because you can't go home and smash a whole bottle of Jim Beam, and that's okay. No, that that will ruin your diet. Yes, yes. yes. Just a little You're bit, just talking you know, about to knock the edge off they, after a long day of work, a long stressful day. You're running around. Like you said, basically you, you one or two everything. one or two drinks, uh maybe maybe twice a week. Mm-hmm. And I don't I wouldn't recommend two nights in a row. I wouldn't think that, that would be good, but it just depends what you're doing. It depends what you got going on. All things in moderation, you know. Um I do have one drink a night. I do. I drink about one drink. Last night I, I mean, had I zero. Think, I but... think that that is fine for many, many people. I think that that's okay. I mean, some there's some things, some literature, some people, some professionals, sleep experts that will say it prevents you from getting into the like deepest stages of sleep. Even mm-hmm. one drink of alcohol, one really? cigarette, yeah, one you know any caffeine after four or something, it'll keep you from getting into the, the deepest stages of sleep. And some people say, like, maybe we don't necessarily need those stages. That's where you really get into the lucid dreaming. And that's where, uh, they, they, it, you know, where, where you're remembering fragments of things that have, you've experienced being mm-hmm. mangled and mashed and, you know, turned into some kind of weird Quentin Tarantino-style mm-hmm. vignette. Uh, or series of vignettes, and you're transposed to different times and different places, but you still you you know where you're. It, things look completely different, but you know where you're supposed to be. This is supposed to be my great aunt's house, but it looks like the set of Married with Children. Like, but mm-hmm. I know this is supposed to be my aunt's house, and I had this and this go on. And they say that you know some some people say that it's just random like tangents of thoughts that are just mishmashed together and some people will say it's your subconscious trying to work things out and reconcile stuff you got going on who knows i don't know it's you know maybe we need it maybe we don't um your your body if i remember correctly oh this is a good time this is a good time for the disclaimer I am a certified personal trainer, but I'm not speaking to any of you in that capacity right now. This is all for informational and educational purposes. Um, but I, if I remember correctly, the, the you know the 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 physical things that your body needs get done, even if you don't get to that state of mind. I believe. I'm pretty sure almost positive so it's debatable i don't know and i, I mean I, and i still it's a little skeptical I'm, I'm a little skeptical of them saying that you can't get to that deepest part of the of sleep because i mean that's like the sleep expert saying it you know mm-hmm. you know it's like the you know the the, the carpenter saying yeah you need a hammer to fix your problem mm-hmm. so who i don't know you gotta be skeptical I mean, I of your know. information I've passed out drunk so many times well you can pass like out you can pass yeah. out but that's not good sleep yeah, if I you're mean, really drunk, that's that that that's not because you're dehydrated. You don't wake up right, too, yeah. and I think your brain doesn't get a chance to settle. If you're like blotto, and if you wake up drunk, that's not. I mean, that can't be a good. Night. I haven't done Sleep. that in a long time. Me neither. Thankfully, drank so much that I woke up drunk. I haven't done that in a really. I don't think I could handle it anymore. We're so responsible. <laughs> I just can't do it. Haven't wake woke up drunk. I got two. I got two plaques. Yeah, <laughs> two plaques on the wall. Two months in a row. But I, don't get me wrong. I've had yeah, my days. I had my years where I I did like all the time. 
I mean, we've all been young, man, and we've all, whew, yeah, we've all sowed some oats, that's for sure. And we've all done some more than sowing some oats, too, that's for sure. You gotta make mistakes to learn things, I mean, I'm getting right? old, all I wanna do is watch TV. <laughs> that's <laughs> it, that's all I wanna do. I want my elliptical at my house. I'm so excited it's coming. I should have it in two days, finally. Dying. I was running like a maniac around my backyard today. My yeah. new backyard today. I was like, I need cardio. <gasps> I need to feel that heartbeat. Oh my god. I need my elliptical. It was it was nice. It was good. It was good. Practicing those leading mechanics while running and all that stuff. Zigzagging. I was just doing different routes. I was trying to vary my thing, going on the dirt, up and down little hilly thing, you know, stuff going on, jumping over uh tree roots protruding and all that kind of thing it's good i like i like it i like it even when i have the elliptical i think i am still going to run out there sometimes and do my crazy patterns and since we live on the corner just imagine what the people think that would walk by and just see me just being like just running around little zigzags Mm -hmm. in my tiny backyard it's not a tiny backyard but if you're trying to run laps around it it probably looks absolutely ridiculous and especially because i'm not just running circles i'm like it's completely random i'll be running circles around different parts of the swing set jumping over the stones and that kind of thing it's awesome uh, tomorrow maybe i'll just try I'll, I'll go for it i'm gonna try to do a handstand off the top of one of the little playhouses out there i hope i don't push the roof in and die uh, yeah whatever there are worse ways to die all right so i had to i had to really was there a point i needed to tie up or did i tie it up i think i tied it up sleep yeah i think we're good i think i think we've put a bow in all that stuff okay so I had to really put my health, healthy living, easy, into into some. I was really tested. There have been so many times where I've I've, I've had these things where it's like I got a party going to. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And like after this week is when I'm finally going to you know batten down the hatches and do do what I'm trying to do and really adopt take my healthy lifestyle to the next level and try to make it consistent, permanent to a point. Right now, I'm being a little more uptight than I planned to be indefinitely but i'm trying to really set this bar high so when i do take it down a little bit more when i am a little bit more where i want to be it's not too much of a mm-hmm. too dramatic you could be working out more so you could have those that extra too pleasures. that too god that elliptical man i'm so excited hmm. um that way you could take your sundays or whatever day of the week you have off and just enjoy it like it's food porn just, I mean, I know a lot of the the greatest athletes in the world, like Dwayne the Rock Johnson's a big one. Yeah, but I'm not quite where he is. You gotta. You, oh no, no, no! If no, you no. want to have like it's a time, if you want to have a day, like a whole day, a whole mm-hmm. cheat day, you gotta. I think you, I think you still need some genetics in your favor. And I don't, oh, really? I don't think my I mean, genetics, genetics have a bigger impact on how how our health is than anything that we do. Mm-hmm. Just about. I mean, you can fight your genetics to a point, but. The, they they still have a huge bearing. Some people don't need to do anything, and they look like Greek gods. Uh, yeah, it's just the way it is. It's just, jealous of those people. Just the way it is. Uh, you mean you? Yeah, I mean you can be jealous of them, but then you can also kind of. But then again, everybody's they, body reacts differently, and also they don't appreciate it either. They take it for granted. So is there? Even though they, a lot of things that we aspire to. You know, attracting the opposite sex, I guess, being the most obvious one, uh, is easier for those people. They still, you know, at what point is their bar of happiness higher or lower than ours? Because they're used to this, and they're satisfied by this, and they're dissatisfied by this. At what point are they, are we luckier than them? Because we appreciate it more, we work more for it, we get it. 
uh, I remember when Dan Balzerian was on the Joe Rogan experience. He's he's like I'm not sure what his job is. He's just like uh, he. I think he. I think gambler is his most recent thing, and he might have done something before that. He's just rich, rich party guy, basically. Mm-hmm. Just just trying to push life to the limit. He's actually had a. He's like he might be our age. He might be early to mid thirties. He might be a little bit older than that. He might even be younger than that. I don't think he's a comedian. He's like a. He's like a Instagram star maybe i'm not sure what he does for money i don't know how he how he survives i think he might have just been some kind of entrepreneur i think i think he might have made a lot of money gambling actually i think mm-hmm. that, that's that's gonna be my guess and i think he did he had a different life before he became a professional gambler and now he just he, he just he, he you know ex, ex, i think he i know he's always surrounded by really beautiful women and he's always on like boats and stuff and he always posting pictures of and stuff and that wow. kind of, and that kind of thing and he even mentioned like you know I've ta- I've pushed it to the to the umpteenth level like I you know that what what do you do and they were talking kind of, it was kind of along the lines of with gambling like once you get used to gambling fifty thousand dollars a hand or whatever it may be when you try if you try to take it back down like you're not going to appreciate it or you're not going to mm-hmm. get that thrill you're not going to get that excitement like you, you know and he he was kind of it sounded like he was almost kind of maxed out. And you can almost kind of feel bad for someone like that, you know, like what, what, what then, what next, what now, Mm -hmm. what do you want to do? Um, I don't know. I'm not, you know, I can't speak for him. I don't know. He's not, he doesn't seem like a creative as much as me. I feel like I could never run out of things that I would want to do with this world and with this life. Well, it depends. I I mean, if you put yourself in a small block, but if you have... Or a small box, I'm sorry, but if you have an open mind, yeah. I don't think you could ever run out of things to do. I don't think so either. There's know. too many things to see that you have any... I mean, there's so many different parts to this world, it's so crazy. Mm. People just don't understand the dip- different atmospheres and different places. And I mean, look at the time zones and, and how far away things are that you don't even understand yet. Yeah. The beautiful islands that you have never even heard about. Mm. Mm. I mean, there's, there's so much to it and... I don't know. I could never run out either. No, not in our lifetime, not our span. Maybe I mean, if I had two or three lifetimes. Okay. Yeah, if we're like if we're like Louie from Interview with a Vampire yeah. for the Brad Pitt Vampire, yeah. that'd be a drag. Maybe on my three hundredth birthday, I might be like, you know what, Done. dude, Done. I don't know what else to do. Ready to tap out? Yeah. Shoot me into space. Let's see if that kills a vampire. Yeah. I don't know. No suit. No no shuttle. Just shoot me. Yeah. Just fire me. Fire me out of the Hunter S. Thompson cannon in Johnny Depp's backyard, please. But in one lifetime, with all the learning process you, you go through in life, I don't think you could figure it all out. I, I don't no. think you could see everything that no. life has to offer. I just don't. Okay, That's why you got to try to see as much as you can while you're here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, so speaking of which, I saw some stuff. I was talking about trying to put my stuff to the – put my healthy living to the test, and I had a day trip through D.C., and that is definitely a kind of thing where you're just like, man, I do not want to mess with trying to eat healthy while being away from a vehicle in a fridge in my house for 12 hours, I guess is what it ended up being, pretty much 12 pretty hours. Much your whole day. Oh, yeah, for the most part. And uh, but I was I was determined. This was I was deep in already, and I did not I didn't want to have to be at the whim of hot dog vendors or any restaurants I might manage to find or any mm-hmm. of that crap. I want you know I I want to be in control of my life and my biology and my diet, and I don't want all the garbage pouring out of the walls everywhere, 
that speaks to higher profit margins being the determined, the, you know, what determines what goes inside my body. I was, I am going to make it through DC eating healthy. I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I don't want to eat any garbage that day. I just didn't want to. Like, I'll have the occasional things where I cheat or whatever, but I did, I didn't want to do it that day. I just did not. Um, I was really, really, I was really feeling good about staying good and keeping healthy. And I just, I really had no desire to go indulge in a, a, a hot dog. Or anything like that. That that is not that, that would not have made me happy at all. It wouldn't have been a treat. Mm-hmm. So I managed to pack. I packed, and and I got this. I got this red. I think this is a Swiss Army. I'll give a shout out to the Swiss the Swiss Army for making this red backpack that I use. Man, this thing. Uh, like the I've always thought it was kind of kind of a Deadpool Deadpool color color theme going on. I've had this thing for a couple years. It has served me very well. It's got a separate computer back, you know, computer pocket and all that, and just fits all kinds of crap. It's got all kinds of pockets, but it'd be pretty sturdy. It's actually about it's about nine. This it's 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 actually there's a, there's a hole in it that just appeared a few days ago, but it's okay. It's had a good run. I feel I feel good about it. <laughs> Shout out to the Swiss Army. They make some killer backpacks. This thing had a double. Two grocery bags, you know, a double line grocery bag with a couple of ice bars, and in those I had one of my veggie shakes, which is mixed greens, ginger, strawberries, the cold pressed olive oil, the egg whites from the carton, and a couple of strawberries. So I had that. I had a bag of some veggies, some just like raw vegetables. I think it was some the small sweet peppers it's just all the easy stuff that i've been taking that i always talk about that i always bring with me you know i'll switch it up here and there but the stuff that i bring with me to work and and all that when i pack my lunch quick easy least amount of work to make uh you know the the veggies were the peppers and i think some broccoli i might have thrown some hot sauce or some mustard on them or something I had a Ziploc of some chicken fillets that I had already cooked in one of my, I had a big lot. Like what I've been doing now that I, now that I live with people, we go in on, you know, we'll, we'll take turns buying the food and stuff. So I'll, and when I cook, I'll cook for everybody. And, you know, some people need margarine. Uh, they're lactose intolerant, I guess. That's their, that's their reasoning. I don't know. I have issues with all that, but I'm not going to get into margarine, <laughs> and I don't know enough about lactose intolerance to know if that's like a legitimate way, or if they can just limit how much butter they have, or whatever. Whatever. Uh, I like I like pure whole food, and margarine doesn't seem like that to me. If someone needs it for some health reasons, I guess I can't hate them on that. I don't know. I'm not a dietitian. Um, but I had my half of the lot, which was cooked in butter on the cast iron skillet, with some pink Himalayan salt, ground black pepper. Shout out to Cast Iron, Pink Himalayan Salt. And what else did I have? Oh, I also had a bottle of, I had my, my travel, my smaller bottle of the cold-pressed olive oil and a bottle of hot sauce because I actually was, I had those because I figured I, at some point I would buy food throughout the day. And I figured that the, the closest thing I would probably find is a salad with some kind of protein on it. And I would tell them to keep their dressing away from me because I had my own and I would use that stuff. I actually never even needed that. I didn't have to eat any of DC's food when I was in DC all day. I managed to pack enough, and I even mm-hmm. had like a tiny bit left over when I got back. You'd home. also be surprised how much you can space it out. Yeah, you know, you use food for fuel, not if you're not eating leisure. junk. Yeah, it, like it fills you up and it sates you. Mm-hmm. 
and yeah, I had just enough, and I had I had enough ice bars, and I had my the, the deal worked out where you know by the time the ice bar was kind of wearing off, the stuff that was more that was you know perishable was pretty much gone. And uh, there was some there was some caffeinated coffee that day to help me on my on my <laughs> travels, but it was good. I did it. I had a little scare there with all the food when I when we were waiting for the museum. Okay, so my son, ever since the last time we went to D.C., he's been trying to go back to D.C. ASAP because he wants to go on the in the basement of the Smithsonian American History Museum. It's on okay. the mall, one of the one of the main museums there. It's you know a couple. It's it's not too far up from the. Uh, National Gallery of Art, you know, the, the, the two the two buildings that are connected by the underground tunnel. Mm-hmm. Super dope. They got some great museums down there, mm-hmm. and they're free, and it's great. But there was a sign out front that was like, no food or no drinks. And I was like, oh, no. And there, and, they, and, and no food or no drinks. Have all your pockets open and unzipped and ready for inspection. And I was like, oh, no. Are they going to make me? Are they going to? But I got all this. Are they going to? I pictured myself drinking the, the veggie smoothie and just trying to eat everything and I didn't even get to the point where I was picturing myself slugging back the uh, olive oil, and God help me if I was crazy enough to try to eat the entire jar of peanut butter that was down there too. But uh, I was just, you know, when I finally made up the secret, I was like, I got a bag, I got a bag of lunch. Is that okay? They're like, yeah, yeah, it's okay, it's fine, it's fine. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. My life flashed before my eyes, and I picture myself like, do I go hide all my food in a bush? That's how you get arrested for being a terrorist in D.C. It's just, it's just peanut butter. <laughs> Picture someone dumping out the peanut butter jar. What do you got in here? Who knows, man? Who knows? Yeah, did the hop, skip, and a jump. You didn't get pulled over at all while you were up there. Well, I parked at the train station on the way in. Oh, okay. I parked in New Carrollton and took the train in. It's a long ass. That's long another day. reason I hate driving long in D.C. Day. You do one. You're just tired and you're at the wheel and you swerve a little bit. DC's you're not. pulled over. I mean, you have to be more careful. It's the state capital. I mean, there's more. I guess you're right. I don't know. I used to go to DC a lot because my brother is real. He's he's a huge fan of professional wrestling. Okay. And when he was younger, he was even bigger. He's eight years younger than me, almost just a hair less than eight years younger. Than I can me. relate because I used to be the biggest fan of pro wrestling too. I would be the only one that was able and willing to drive him into the events at the Verizon Center. So I've been to, uh, I want to say ten wrestling events. A lot more. A lot more than I remember. I actually wore a shirt to one of them. At the last one I went You've been to... You've more than I have. Yeah. I mean, That's it, always it, because it, I'm, a, I'm a TV guy. It could guy. be half that, but I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, bet it is, I bet it is 10. I bet it is close to 10. Um, I actually wore a Randy Orton shirt to the last one, and uh, that was weird. Like You can tell that I didn't belong, because it's like, who wears a Randy Orton shirt? He's the bad guy. And I think... No, nah, you'd be surprised. Mm, it's Even just, Randy Orton was like, bro, you're not supposed to be. Yeah, males wearing you're, Randy Orton shirt. That's the, ah, that's the weird thing. It hadn't even occurred to me. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, I, I guess, because, I mean, maybe it is a pro because I was like, I'm not a wrestling fan. I'm just going for fun. And I'm trying to be into it a little shirt, bit. And I'm trying to and get Randy festive. Orton, Randy yeah. Orton had been, a, uh, he, he had amused me. And if I had, if you had to pin me down to my favorite wrestler, I would say Batista. Uh-huh. Uh he's he's a DC na- native for one, so he's a local boy. I consider, you know, I'm I've always kind of affiliated more with being a Baltimore kid, but I grew up in Arnold, which is much closer to DC. Well, maybe mm-hmm. not much closer to DC, but closer emotionally to DC, I guess at least. I don't know, I'd have to look at a map actually. It's much closer to Annapolis, which feels closer to DC. Um I couldn't name any big wrestlers from Baltimore anyway, so if someone's from D.C., I consider them a local boy mm-hmm. anyway. And he was also great in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies. And he's he, he ended up being the best part of Guardians, too. 
but that's 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 another thing for another time. Um, or I don't know, maybe it's not. Maybe I'm pretty. Maybe that pretty much wraps up DC. I mean, oh, I remember. All right, so he wanted he wanted to go to the history museum because in the basement of that they had a. Uh, they call it the Spark Lab. It's a little series of stations. It's like a little workshop. Well, I guess not a workshop. A little play lab for kids to quote unquote invent different things. And at one time he was there, they had a power wheel, and there was different connections for the different functions of the power wheel. And you could connect different switches and buttons and ways to make the car turn its lights on and a different way to make it honk its horn and a different way to turn left, different way to turn right, different way to go straight, different way, way to go back. And you could also build on the frame of the car with different pieces of PVC pipe. To And the, the idea was to make the car assess, accessible for handicapped people. Mm-hmm. And so he got to go in and he just got to build this crazy setup with these little things all over the place switches and toggle switches and everything and buttons and this time one thing we did was we tried to build a vending machine and they gave us different uh there was like plat like fake fruit and different gears connected to uh different buttons and there was four different gears and four different colored buttons that corresponded and you and they, like they would be connected to a platform that would rotate and drop the fruit, and then you could they had different tunnels that and shoots that you could uh, put up against the uh, 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 on the the wall of the bear vending machine that you're building, and you try to get it safely to drop off of the platform and go down the different shoots and slides to the mm-hmm. you know the drop box and whatnot. And there was another one where you build a shopping cart, and they, I guess they like their PVC pipe down there. You know, design a lunchbox, do this, do that. And uh, it was a good time. And then at the when, when we were done in there and we saw a couple other cool things, and then we uh, saw the cafeteria, and I was like, I am so glad I don't need to find something to eat in there. Yeah. Because I just pictured, like, enriched, bleached burger buns with just complete garbage, quote-unquote, hamburgers. Uh, wrapped in the like the crinkly well, half foil, of it sits in a, yeah. and it still it still tastes good. It tastes pleasing, yeah. but it still tastes like good garbage. Like you mm-hmm. know, you're eating bad food right there, and you just, you know, the heat lamped. Just, just oh, I'm so glad I got to walk out of that museum, mm-hmm. pop down my backpack on the bench out front, and I just pulled out like a bag of vegetables and some chicken, and like just, just chawing down on good healthy food. Slug back some of the veggie shake. Looked like a complete weirdo to anybody passing by, including the security guard who gave me two or three looks. <laughs> like, what? But I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. And it's appropriate. There was a vintage good humor ice cream truck right there, too, staring at me, which felt nice. Jonas was hoping it was real. It was not. He's beat. So that was a good victory. Well, it's better to be the weirdo sitting in the crowd eating the vegetables and the chicken than the person that's standing out in the crowd because they're so obesely big that you have to give them a second look. Like, how do you get around? I mean, I feel bad for people. Man, food addiction is a real thing. And, I I mean, I've I've talked about this recently, how it's, 
you know, I was watching Cake Boss, and it's just it's, if 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 food has drug like effects on people, which I believe it does, just imagine if we had hardcore drugs mm-hmm. with reality shows like that. You know, like it's crazy. Whoa. It's crazy. Here's That's, the other it's thing. Crazy to me. This stuff is so bad for us, and it's we work everywhere. It is everywhere. We work in a restaurant. How many uh, times? I hope you don't you get, get fired here. No, how many? Maybe times I do. No, do I have, don't. How many times do you have tables? No, I don't. Where they're walking people to your table when it's a booth. And they literally can't oh, fit in the booth. And they have no shame. No, you're they not going to get us fired. All. You're just going to get people angry at us. Yeah. <laughs> so what they do is they have to get a table. And yeah. they're like proud to walk over to that table. They don't even care. Me no. personally, if I ever didn't fit in a booth, especially at my size and my stature. Nah, man. I mean, I get it. A lot of people, you get to a point and it's, I mean, it's it's so easy to just fall into that. That's how... I mean, it's kind of how our like cultures. I mean, I've been big. So I don't want to say it's how it's set up, but it's how it's sort of developed. It's how it's evolved. Like, and people, I mean, that's it's just that's how you make money is selling cheap bad food. That's how all businesses have to survive almost. It's, even it's if you're insane. selling cheap bad food, I mean, even at a portion control, you shouldn't get that big. People just don't care. It's, yeah, I, it's, think, I feel it's like they're food porn, for it's sport. drug. Yeah, it's an addiction. Yeah. That's definitely it's, a phrase that's popped into my mind a time or two, and that's because I've are. done that. That's like I've done are. that where I came home and and I had I ordered like a twelve I've eaten sub for sport. Oh yeah, and a, tw- uh, a bag of potato chips. You know, like like one of the not not the not the sixty nine cent bag of potato chips. I'm talking like the dollar fifty bag of potato chips, big one. And I'll sit there and I'll and watch. That's a crazy because the sixty nine cent potato chips is one and a half fist. Mm-hmm. The dollar fifty potato chips. Well, I guess it's not quite as ridiculous, but it's still. Yeah, it it doesn't cost too much to make that kind of stuff. It doesn't. That's why it's so cheap. That's why it's so cheap. I'll eat the whole thing. Yeah, I dream like a of a, I dream of a society where instead of us having all these desk jobs, a lot more people are hired to cultivate gardens of organic food, and we're all feeding each other. And mm-hmm. you know, like there's there there's enough work and labor to go around, but it's just it's not good for profits, and it's you not know good what? for. Shout out to Insomniac where he works at Wegmans. Yeah, just oh, where they make you do stretch man. breaks. I just went to Wiggins. Yeah, they you love it, right? Well, I've been there before. Yeah. I've been there before, but I was actually I was actually going to talk about going to Wegmans. It's yeah. awesome that you brought it up. I keep going. Well, the thing is, they promote their their employees to like take breaks to stretch. That's awesome, and especially with office jobs, they should make their employees Everybody. take breaks to stretch and maybe even a little exercise, a light one. Whether it's a do ten squats. Do 10 jumping jacks, do 10 push-ups, do 10 sit-ups, do 10 of mountain climbers or something else, and then go like, sit yeah. back at your desk. Like, yeah, just like to it. get that blood going, just to get like, you know, at least three minutes of exercise to where your body's just, it's that healthy stuff you need every day. Mm. Um, it, you know, businesses that promote great health, they they exceed more because when you Places feel better, like look focus at you right on now. focus on your employees, man. I love yeah. it. I love it. That's what I love about Wegmans. They re- they they are really whether they really care about their employees, which I believe they do, or if they're just trying to maintain that image of caring about their employees, and then they are literally caring for their employees, even if it isn't like an ingrained genuine feeling. They're still mm-hmm. caring for them because they're making them get up and stretch and do this and do that. And, Oh my God, how you're you're right. How much would that change so many lives if every company was just take three minutes out of the day, make them do this, make them do that? Like it would really wake them up, really wake them up. Just really would. How much disease could it prevent? I don't know, man. It's crazy. 
Because when you feel better, I mean, look at you right now. You've been gung ho on your diet. I feel awesome. You've been gung ho on your so, exercise. I have so much energy. Look at how much more stuff you're getting done. I have so much energy. I feel mentally clear. And sometimes I wonder if it's uh, like a placebo effect because I expect my mind to be clear. I don't know for sure. I can't say. I don't know. But, you know, I, I feel good. And I like it. I like it a lot. Um, my experience at Wegmans was pretty was pretty sweet. I was I okay. So I was gonna make uh, some carb free, or at least at least I was trying to make some grain free spaghetti. And of course, the best thing to do that with, as I've said before here, uh, I think is uh, zucchini. Yellow squash is a little too mushy. Mm -hmm. Spaghetti squash, you'd think would be better because it's called spaghetti squash. But... Well, flavor, too. Yeah, I mean, but by that, yeah, you know, that that works, too, because, I mean, you can fork that out and make a little neat... But I remember when I made pop. it, the green But, but if you're better. trying to use... A, if you're trying to make some spaghetti noodles, I mean, you got that green... I don't, I don't know of anything better than that green zucchini. And I already had a couple of zucchinis waiting for me at home. There was a few things I had to pick up, so I swung by the Wegmans down in Watch Apple, which I believe is the one that the MMA mm -hmm. Insomniac worked at before he transferred mm -hmm. away from us. Shout out! No, 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 he didn't. What? He worked at Columbia, not Wall Chapel. Wall Chapel was the one we always had to go to. Screw you, Insomniac. Yeah. Wall Chapel was the one we always nah, had to go kidding. to. Because they're both okay. okay. Away from, they're both 20 minutes from where we live. Yeah. Or where he but he lived. didn't want to go to where he worked. He didn't want to go to where he worked, so we always went to I don't to Wall blame Chapel. him at all. That's why. I don't blame him at all. If I want, if I, on the rare occasion where I do want to go to the restaurant that we work at, I go to the Annapolis location. Mm -hmm. I don't want to go where I work either. Uh, Have everybody talking to you while you're trying to just get your stuff done or ha enjoy your meal or. You know, in his case, you're just shopping and everybody. I mean, when I went to the Columbia store and I'm his twin brother, <laughs> you know, I was like real quick. I went one time with, with Gabby underscore T and I realized within two minutes why. You're just like, hey. You never went to Columbia. Take a close look at my head. Yeah. Do you see this head? You know, everybody wants to talk to you. They want to, you know, it's just like you just want to get in, get your stuff done and you get out. You wanted to talk to me. Can you listen to my voice closely? Yeah. Ah! I've never met you before. It's funny because uh, we've, we've worked with a different twin at our place. And the first time I met his twin brother was when I was walking through the mall. And I was just like, hey, Edwin. And dude was like, uh, hey. And he just kept walking. <laughs> and I was like, uh, that was probably his twin. <laughs> I figured it out. I figured it out quick. I figured it out quick. Um... Oh, so anyway, so I had the green zucchini waiting for me at home, and I already knew that I was going to have to be noodling some squash through my veggie noodler, the machine that turns it into the spaghetti. So it was very hard for me to be walking through Wegmans, walking right past the already noodled vegetables so to, to spare me of the effort, because mm -hmm. I was already going to have to break the thing out, and it felt dumb to pay $7 for a tray of noodled vegetables when I could It is expensive. It's expensive, but man... That's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> like for someone like me, rice, like I am so, rice. I have so little time. Uh -huh. I have so little time. Like the, I had planned ahead of time. I'm making dinner for the house. I'm off today. It's fine. But I am not above paying seven bucks. I mean, compare that to the drive through Compare that well, to a restaurant. Time it's is nothing. Money, right? It's nothing compared to eating out. $7 for a styrofoam tray of veggie noodled 
squash mm-hmm. is nothing compared to buying food that's unprepared for you by another human being. Well worth it. Well worth it. Yes, time is money. Exactly. We have very little of it, and we need more of it. And that's one way you get more of it. And I had it in my hand to buy, but I was like, I, this is dumb. I'm already doing it. So I bought real zucchini. I didn't even look for the uh, broccoli and cauliflower rice. I do live much closer to that grocery store now, though, so I I definitely see going back there. And that movie theater was awesome, by the way. I'll get to that in a second. Oh, the one right there next to in Wall Chapel? Regal, yeah. The Regal. The whole complex. Seriously. Well, dude, the last time I went to that that movie theater, I was, like, pissed Mm -hmm. because I felt like they were just, like, trying to hawk hot junk to me the whole time mm-hmm. like oh you know i bought a small bottle of water and the manager was running the cashier's like are you sure you don't want a big bottle it's only one dollar more oh yeah and i was like and i was like oh. no because i'm gonna reuse the water bottle and i don't want to walk around with yeah. a liter okay i want a normal water bottle and then that wasn't the only thing it was also like you want to be a member of our club blah blah blah, blah. you want to get this combo blah, 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 blah. like three four things it was the same thing at the books a million at arundel mills just like i was like are you serious right now you're trying to sell another thing to me you're a cashier like you, you we have a we have we have a two-minute relationship. You don't get you don't get this many goes. Like yeah. I'm done. I'm not coming back. And I haven't been back to the Watch Apple Regal since Deadpool came out. How long ago was that? Part of it's because I don't while. live there, but I'm not that far away. <laughs> and sometimes movie times line up, and I'll drive a little bit out of the way, you know, depending on what's going on. If I think it's going to movie theater, but after the experience I had this time, great movie theater. They were well, very nice. They they definitely. I, I wonder if they got complaints because when I got there this time, I definitely they're definitely more like. Offer this option, but like not definitely not trying to bilk you. Could have been just a person you dealt with. It was a manager. Mm-hmm. And they're not to be the, annoying. Yeah, like you learn. You don't scare people away, man. Like you, you think that they, you don't treat every customer like they're never going to walk back in the door again. Mark, recently, have you? Uh, Movie theaters are being taken by storm. Yeah, I've been to Cinemark. I've been to Cinemark in like. I've been. I was at Cinemark this summer at some point. Oh, okay, yeah, you haven't been there in a while. My son has wanted to see. You a go lot there of again this summer. You know that place is completely different, right? Everything's recliner. You have trays that go right in front of you. You have somebody that ushers you to your seat because you buy your seats ahead of time now. Every single showing. As far as I know, we went to see it. Me and Gabby underscore. You just T. went to we a regular showing. You didn't go to. You didn't go to like Friday a night. real three D. No. I, whatever it. they do. No. Nothing. Just it. Friday night. Of course, it was the number the one XD, movie. The XD. The XD. And it experience. said, "Pick your seats." And I went, "Oh, I guess that's what they do on Friday nights." I didn't know they were under construction or nothing. Went in there. We got taken to our seat. Every seat in there reclines. What well, was it? Opening was it night? Recliner? Is that what you said? No. It's weird. It was already out for like three weeks. The positive reviews is what made me go. Hmm. And yeah, every seat had a recliner. Every seat had a little tray in front of you. Of course, you order food before you get in there. Because the trend is now, you got to make it, when you go to a movie theater, you got to make it like you're at home. Because everybody's getting TVs big enough to where they're watching the movies at yeah. home and not going out anymore. Yeah. Uh, what I did like about this movie theater and watch Apple, uh, I know this isn't too rare, but a lot of the movie theaters i end up maybe it's just our area you know glen bernie southern south baltimore kind of area uh they, they had coffee and i i really yeah a lot that. of them I have really that now, yeah. i know it's much more common and i really liked having a coffee yeah. with me in the theater i want that over popcorn. Well, you know what i like and that that fits that fits with with i wasn't ha- i wasn't thrilled about the coffee mate that i had to add to it because that's like processed garbage but it's only a little bit 
and it's much better than popcorn or nachos or anything. And mm-hmm. the, the not the nachos were kind of my thing when I was like, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the times when I was like, okay, this is my last week of being garbage. Like I, I had plenty of plenty of movie theater nachos over the over the summer. Mm-hmm. A couple, maybe not too many, but well, more than one. At Cinemark, I love the combination. Other places do it, but I love the combination I have when I walk in there. Because my favorite thing while I'm at the movies is you're gonna sometimes you might want to eat a little bad if you're treating yourself to a movie, like it's okay. Yeah. Um, but I'm and, at the point where I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I mean I don't. I'm not a big popcorn guy. I'm not in because I'm not a big fan of butter. Well, I'm my son, my son gets people. popcorn. He gets the, he gets the kid pack, which it's the perfect amount of popcorn. It's a small tray. Mm-hmm. Even if I had wanted a little bit, I could have enough of enough to satisfy me. And he yeah, was like still a ham funny. Yeah. I didn't have any at all. Didn't want any, and he had enough. I think he ate it all, but he was satisfied. He didn't. Yeah. He wasn't wanting for wasn't overfull. I mean, or usually, had by the, too usually by the time when you get done with like a, you know, it was a, I don't know, a small nine by nine by four inch or by two and a half inch tray or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's that's plenty. That's plenty mm-hmm. of popcorn. Maybe it's less than that. Maybe it's six by six. I don't know. I'm an English major. Mm-hmm. Uh. But yeah, the coffee was was a nice, healthy. I didn't put any sugar or sweetener in it, and that got me through the movie. I don't think I yeah, because sometimes you go to a movie and you'll get a little tired, especially yeah. if you go at nighttime. Yeah, we went, we went, we went during the day. We went to noon. We went to opening opening day showing of Lego Ninjago, the Lego Ninjago movie. It was awesome, possibly the best Lego movie we've seen so far. My son. I, I waited for my son to say it before I did because we're huge comic book freaks and we love the Lego Batman movie and we love the Lego movie too. It was a great movie, uh, but I let him say it first and I, I was I was thinking it too. I think this is better than the Lego Batman movie and I think it's probably better than the Lego movie. His only complaint was that it was a it seemed a little short and the final battle seemed a little short. But sometimes if it seems a little short, it's not too bad because that means you love this so much you didn't want it to end. Exactly. That's so. exactly what I was thinking. And I think he might be right, but I think he might be wrong, and I'd have to watch it again before Gotta I really it assess try. it. If you loved it that much, and you're going to give it a It was it a great, and it's world, great because yeah. this, I'm not familiar with the Ninjago guys very much at all. He and I have watched one or two episodes of the show. I mean, he's nine years old now, probably three or four years ago. He probably doesn't even remember watching any of the show. He seems to know more about it than I do. He's a big, he, he's, he, he's really tuned in through YouTube, though. He knows mm-hmm. a lot about pop culture and everything. He's, it's funny he's homeschooled. You think he's off the grid to, to a point, but he is—he's throwing dabs. Like my kid knows, he knows a lot of what's up. Well, because of YouTube. Look at my dad. YouTube I does stuff help you. all the time. Yeah, look YouTube at my dad. does help you connect. Apparently, with the world. apparently you look up for the dab now, or I think he's wrong. I always thought the uh, dab you looked into your elbow, but he's, tell, he's, he's telling me—he's telling me the new dab you look up, and I—I I still I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's more than I should know about dabbing, <laughs> or maybe I do need to know more. I don't know. Lego and movie was uh, great. You should know about it because that's what your son is into. That's a good thing. Yeah. You should know what your son's into. Right? I'm pretty you know, tuned into what he's, what he's know got what going on. People should kids are into. I'm pretty tuned into a lot yeah. of what he's got going on. You're never going to find out everything. As every... much as anybody else in his life, yeah. I would definitely say. Hopefully so. as much as some of these YouTubers. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, my thing is when I go in the movies, and they have it at my favorite movie theater that I go to because it's the closest, um, and that's I always go to Cinemark, but right as soon as you walk in there, they have a Starbucks and a little ice cream. Oh, you can buy Starbucks right in the theater, huh? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, that one you can. Yeah. And I love it because I can get a cup of coffee 
and just one scoop of ice cream. I don't have to go all crazy with ice cream. Just one scoop. Go. It's a guilty pleasure, but you know what? It's almost like breakfast. The person that has a donut and a coffee. Yeah. You know, if that's their guilty pleasure in the morning. Mm. And it wakes you up. Yeah. But it's it's what I like. It gets me through a movie, and it's, it's just it hits the spot. I don't sit there over full. Before a movie is much better than before bed. Mm-hmm. So, Move yeah. Off to a point. Speaking of like movies, uh, are there any movies or TV or any media worth uh, worth talking about before we run out of time? It's time for dessert, guys. This is where we um, talk about the culture. The only thing about this week is I didn't watch a whole lot. Okay, this is, again, this is going to be a recurring thing. Joe, mm-hmm. have you seen The Big Lebowski? No, I haven't. Oh, God, you got to see The Big Lebowski. It's so good. You got to gotta duct tape Gabby underscore T to a chair. I'm just kidding. Oh, my God, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Clockwork Orange style and make her watch that damn movie. Or just give well, in, man. Just watch this. St- you always give The Notebook as an example of a movie you don't want to watch. Have you ever no, seen The Notebook? not The Notebook. Okay, you have seen The Notebook. Because that's a good movie. Yeah, no, that's not one. It's, it's the step up. It's the other Nicholas Sparks. It's perfect. The other Nicholas. I don't even know. I've never seen another Nicholas Sparks movie. Those Maybe they're all good like The Notebook. I doubt it. Yeah. I love Ryan Gosling. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to Blade Runner 2049. I really want to see that. It's coming out on my birthday, but I don't, I don't think I'll be able to see it on my birthday. Which is actually okay because one reason that I wanted to see it on my birthday is because I was actually going to go on um, the 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 podcast of the guy who does the like superhero podcast, the mm-hmm. the comic booky fanboy, you know, the Gaslecast, Chris Gas. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the, to the Gaslecast, everybody! You should check him out. Subscribe to him on iTunes and SoundCloud and all that. And uh, pretty soon you'll be hearing me. I was on it about two months ago talking about San Diego Comic Con stuff. And uh, there, it's it, you know seeing seeing fellow local podcastery kind of guys. He's he's starting to do like videos and stuff. He they, they know a lot more of the technical stuff. Um, so shout out to them. And then I'm a little jealous that I don't have that ingrained thing. But I kind of like what we got going on here. I like I like focusing on the content. I like working with less. I like not editing any of these at all. I know I could edit these. Shout out to Chris Gass. He gave he told me the the free software to use, and I could throw down twenty bucks and lay down four tracks on top of each other, which I've done that kind of stuff before. I just don't have time for that kind of stuff right now. Mm-hmm. I like just putting these out, doing this once a week, just just upload, man. You get to hear us. You get to hear us. Uh, one a phrase that always comes to mind, which I don't use because I don't want to ape on them, but Michael Rappaport talks about how they do a raw dog without a bag because they never fact check and they just they try to they try to just yeah. I don't know keep it real and they do edit. He has editors and stuff like that, but that I, that, that that sentiment kind of kind of comes to me when I think about what we do here, and I like I like just laying it out like that. I, mean, I, like, I do hear back on stuff where, especially with the fact checking, where I say the wrong name a lot of times, especially in the um, better fight cast mm. because you're trying to think of fighters history everything else and sometimes you're not accurate i mean there's like 250 but, countries in this planet or something yeah. or maybe a thousand i don't even yeah. know so but it is what it is if it's live it's live mm. i go mm. off of a guy who i actually really respect and it's gonna be crazy but i really respect vincent mcmahon you talked about uh, he's earlier. a mastermind yeah he is a mastermind and he's diligent that's one thing that guy's got a motor yeah that guy's got a that guy's got a, oh man that's that's an adam carolla thing like i was not going to bring him up again but whenever i use any of his lingo i feel like i gotta give credit because i don't want to be stealing stuff and i listen i've listened to so much i've listened to him since i was 12 years old like this adam carolla helped a scared 12 year old me 
not feel like a weird little kid. Like, help me feel like, all right, everybody's weirdo. Him and Dr. Drew, mm-hmm. who I still listen to. They do a podcast together. You guys got to check out the Adam and Dr. Drew show. Um, but, uh, you know, Vince McMahon, he is an intent. He, he's just he's just got ambition and got drive, and that, that is inspiring. Like, he's in an in a attention to detail, which is very important. And, yeah. What were you going to say about Vince McMahon? Well, the thing about Vince McMahon is he said a quote a long time ago where somebody asked him, because when they went made the move to live TV, mm. where he started Monday Night Raw, mm. and everybody's like, "Well, what if this happens? Because it is scripted, it's theater. What if something messes up? What if it looks fake and we don't have a way to like block it out or edit it to the TV audience?" And Mr. Man said, "Well, if somebody's walking down the ramp and trips over the cable cord and falls and stumbles, then that's what was supposed to happen." Yeah, it's live. It yeah. is what it is. It's real. It, it just feels more like a more realness to it. Like and I just always agreed with that. And yeah. that's why I don't. I'm not worried about when we do our podcast editing and all that other stuff. Because look, it's if it's we get into organic conversation, and if we get into all that, it means there's going to be less podcast out there. Yeah, because it's going to take more time to refine it. And mm-hmm. I just feel like there's so much stuff to cover and talk about and so much to do and like mm-hmm. we were talking about earlier just so much to live in this life mm-hmm. I'm okay I'm okay with just just mm-hmm. rolling just rolling you know the only thing I want to do is listen back to it and then you learn from it and that's it I never it. do I never listen to these that's it. I've tried listening to them some I've listened to the ones you've done on solo when I'm not there mm-hmm. but if I, I have real I have real issues listening to stuff that I've already done like mm-hmm. I just can't I very rarely listen to any of this so if anybody has any constructive criticism you can feel free to level oh i'm sure they'll let you at know. matthew j better <laughs> well they haven't yet so i guess i'm perfect punks i've actually i know i've heard a little bit of constructive criticism and i've heard some good things and uh i like it and i tried to check the analytics yesterday and as before i think we have possibly a couple hundred people listening right now I'm not a techno wizard i haven't focused on it because i've been focusing on the content and getting everything else in order uh, I do have an aptitude for all that kind of stuff, and I figured out that kind of stuff in the mm-hmm. past. And maybe once life slows down, or I figure out how to freeze space time, or mm-hmm. get that get my hands on that time machine. Yeah, we'll get more into that. Hmm. I don't know. But yeah, as far as movies, as we're about to delve into the better fight cast here very soon. It was an action-packed weekend for MMA. So, of course, mixed martial arts for me is that's my number one passion, my number one downtime thing I like to do is I love watching mixed martial arts. Oh, did you get into some Steven Seagal? There was a lot of it last weekend. I had three different shows within two days. I mean, it was 10 hours plus of MMA that I had, and I didn't even get to watch everything I wanted to. That's just the shows I had access to. So, I mean, I had a lot to that, but I did sneak in as good as it gets. Ah, yes, that's you a know, good movie. I saw that the in theaters. I saw that in theaters. That's James L. Brooks. He yeah. is uh, one of the one of the key figures in The Simpsons, and probably fifteen movies that I don't know of. Uh, yep. I, I I know I've seen some James L. Brooks movies in the past, other than As Good as It Gets. Because me and Gabby underscore T, we have some differences. It's a great in what we movie. Like in movies. Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. Yeah, I love both of them. Since she broke my heart and lied to me and told me that she saw Hitch. Right. I had to get her for it. Check that out last week, folks. And once I found that out and I snuck Hitch on her, now I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to ask tonight. I'm just Dude, starting a movie. You just got to roll happens. with the Big Lebowski. Everybody's going to love the Big Lebowski. Just start it. Just start watching it. Just put that mf on one night and see if she makes you take it off. It is unlike yeah. anything. And you guys just need to go on a whole Coen Brothers run, man, because they're some of the best filmmakers in history. They have so many good movies. Fargo? 
Like, they're not just into, like, weird comedies. Like, they... The Coen brothers are legit. They're Oscar... Pretty sure Oscar winning. I'd be surprised if they weren't Oscar winning. If not for Fargo. I think Fargo might have won some Oscars. I don't know. Original screenplay, maybe? Something like that. If if not Best Picture. I think it might have been nominated for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. It might have won Best Picture. I don't know. We're almost out of time, so we're not going to fact check in homage to Michael Rappaport. Shout out yeah. to the... I am Rappaport Stereo Podcast, one of my favorite podcasters. But I'll have to save it for next week, but I am starting to get more caught up on Game of Thrones. Alright, well we need to give game we need to give as good as it gets one minute of respect. Do you have anything else to say about that movie? What do you think? I mean oh, it's fantastic. It's a great romantic comedy. Greg Kinnear's great as the uh, you know his, his 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 Jack Nicholson's gotta watch his dog after he gets jumped. Greg Kinnear's an, Greg Kinnear's an artist who takes in uh, Skeet Ulrich, the murderer from Scream, by the way, for uh, he's got like 90 seconds of screen time, mm-hmm. and him and some buddies jump him. One and, being Jamie Kennedy. That's right! One of the other Scream guys! That's right! Nice! And, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson ends up getting stuck with his dog, even though he's like the jerk of the of the place, and he's an author, and he's really reclusive and everything. Helen Hunt's the waitress at the restaurant that he goes to. He plagues her. Cuba Gooding Jr. Cuba Gooding Jr. Yeah. What is he doing that? He's the manager for Greg Kinnear. He's the art. Oh, yeah. And he gets all, he's the one who forces Jack Nicholson to take the dog. That's Mm -hmm. right. Oh, Cuba Gooding Jr. at like his Jerry Maguire-ish best. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love Cuba Gooding Jr. He was perfect in that movie. He was amazing in that movie. was perfect in that movie. You're right. I'll put it to you this way. The best respect I can give it, we started it. I snuck it on when we were going to bed. I started it. It's a two-hour and 20-minute movie. I started like 1 o'clock. Let me just say this. We both watched the whole thing. It is gripping. It is captivating. I think it's the movie that gave me my celebrity crush on Helen Hunt way okay. back when. I, I mean, And that's not – you don't hear many people say they had a celebrity crush on Helen Hunt. Like, you, like I've I heard, did in high school. I've heard people make fun of that. Love during his love really during that, funny. that sitcom she had. He was like, she's like the everyday girl, and he yeah. had a point then. He was a yeah, smart kid. She was awesome in that. And he said like, you, that's what you want in a wife, and I was like, you're shut up. I said, with Paul Reiser, what was that called? Paul Reiser and Helen Hunt were in. I, I keep. I want to say step by step, but that wasn't no, it. No, that no, was no, that no. other one. Yeah, that was that's a family. One. I know that that's completely. That was a weird post. Um, Brady Bunchy kind of yeah. That was you know Patrick Duffy and all that. Oh, well. Thanks for coming to the table. We love it when you come by. We really appreciate your time. Please tell your friends about us. Like, share, retweet, subscribe, and icons. Just so where you can also find the better. If I catch share, subscribe, you have seen all things mixed martial arts for Rogi fans. Any new season bets. Follow Jenny Bear at Jenny's MMA. Gary with Tim and Gabby on Me, Mac, Jr. We love you guys and girls. That's at Matthew J. Better. Peace!